Cade Mila Falta. Welcome to the Letter from Ireland show, where we travel in the footsteps of your Irish ancestors, visiting their homelands and telling their stories as they put down roots in so many places around the world. Thanks for listening to the show. To support the podcast and letter, get lots of member-only features and follow Mike and Karina behind the scenes, go to aletterfromireland.com forward slash plus. That's aletterfromireland.com forward slash plus. Now, let's get on with the show. This is Mike Collins here and you're very welcome to this episode of the Letter from Ireland show. Now, today's episode is, as you might guess from the title, a musical episode, and it's called Danny Boy and Five Other Irish Anthems. So over the next 30 minutes, maybe 40 minutes, see how well we're getting on together, we're going to share six songs that I think have worked their way into the Irish psyche all over the world over the last 50 or 100 years. And I think you'll recognize quite a few of these songs. You might disagree with um, the fact that some of your own favorites are actually not included, but you know, that's okay. And I'll be delighted to hear what they are, in fact are when we're finished. But just for now, we got six songs I'm going to share with you. Let me start by asking you a question. Just what is an anthem in the first place when I call it that? Well, I see an anthem as being one of those songs that comes out of the woodwork whenever Irish people are gathered together. It might be a song that everybody actually sings together. It might be something that just one person takes the lead in. But no matter what, there's a sense of recognition. There's a sense of Irishness about that particular song. So I've chosen six songs today. And as I look through the actual list in front of me just here, it's quite surprising that four out of the six, in fact, are have been written just about in the last 60 years or so. And it really shows how some of these songs can in some ways be purposefully written to actually make their way into, again, those kind of sing songs, those uh, sporting events that we're actually talking about. They purposely make their way in there. And everybody very, very quickly has a sense of, yep, that's me, I'm Irish, I'm in. We're going to start off with the first song, and in fact, it doesn't need any introduction, in fact, because it's a song called Danny Boy. Now, Danny Boy is a song, the lyrics were written back in 1910 by a man called Frederick Weatherly. And it was set to the London Derriere, or the Derriere, an old Irish tune in 1913, and the rest, they say, is history. Here we have a man called Finbar Wright, and I think it's only right, in fact, if you pardon the pun, that an Irish tenor is the person that actually just perfectly illustrates how this song should be sung for us here today. So Finbar Wright from down the road here in Bannonspittle in County Cork. Take it away, Finbar and Danny Boy. Gone and all the roses 
Bimbar right there doing a marvellous job on Danny Boy. And I think if you're at a sing-song in an Irish pub and you have somebody there who can carry off that tune, that song, half as well as Finbar does, well, then you've hit gold. That much is for sure. Danny Boy, of course, was written, as I mentioned, by Frederick Weatherly, who is an Englishman. And that's a little bit of a theme today as well, because our next anthem we're going to feature was in fact written by an Englishman as well but much much later. A gentleman by the name of Phil Colclough, I think I have the second name pronounced right there, C-O-L-C-L-O-U-G-H, was traveling around the west of Ireland. He was actually a folk musician back in the 70s and felt very very inspired by the sorts of views that he saw on the Dingle Peninsula and Clare and looking up there into Galway Bay. And he came back home and wrote a very, very particular song. And it's a song that we've, I think we've actually assumed that it's a much, much older air, a much, much older song than it actually is. Because he wrote it in 1977 and it was first recorded then as well. I've included it here as one of our anthems because although you may not hear it on the football terraces or the rugby terraces of sporty games or in pubs, uh, sung by everybody all at once, it just has one of those, it is one of those songs that has an essence of Irishness about it. And in this case, we have Mary Black, one of our, I think, absolutely incredible voice. And she, in fact, used to live, I think she probably does at times, live on the Dingle Peninsula, which inspired Phil Colclough to write this song. The song is called A Song for Ireland. And here we have Mary Black with Daydonan. <laughs> Tall towers 
Mary Black and Day Donnan there with A Song for Ireland. And that's the second of our Irish anthems for today. Moving on to our third track today. Well, I think it's one of those themes when we think about anthems, just like Danny Boy, it's one of those Irish songs that's known all around the world. And I think if you have a drop of Irish blood or an affinity with Irish blood even, it's one of those songs you'll have heard about and enjoyed at some stage in some gathering. And it's probably the same for the next song as well. It's one of those songs that has been not so much uh, sourced and recorded and made famous in Ireland, but more than that actually recorded and made famous outside Ireland in the first place and made very, very popular through our extended diaspora around the world. The people who want to actually have a very, very particular picture of Ireland, that nostalgic picture of Ireland you want to have in your mind, remembering those scenes, remember those things you left behind. It's a song called Galway Bay, and in this case, sung by Bing Crosby. Now, Galway Bay, if you mention that to an Irish person, as well as being a place, but as a song, there's probably a better known Galway Bay song called My Own Dear Galway Bay here in Ireland. But I think it's safe to say that Galway Bay, sung by Bing Crosby, is one of those anthems that you will hear around the world. It is a song that was written by a man called Arthur Colin, who comes from Enniskillen in 1947. And uh, he studied and lived in Galway. I think he actually became a doctor at one stage through that. I might be wrong on that. But, of course, it became much, much, much more famous than it ever might have been if he should have recorded it and sung it himself because in 1947 it was picked up by Bing Crosby and, indeed, re-recorded in 1966 again for a second go on the merry-go-round, I think at which time it became even more famous again. So here we have Bing Crosby and Galway Bay. If you ever go across the sea to Ireland Then maybe at the closing of your day You will sit and watch the moon rise over Claddagh and watch the barefoot gossoons at their play Just to hear again the ripple of the trout stream The women in the meadows making hair And to sit beside a turf fire 
in the cabin and see the sun go down on Galway Bay. For the breeze is blowing o'er the seas from Ireland are perfumed by the heather as they blow and the women in the upland digging praties speak a language that the strangers do not know for the strangers came and tried to teach us their way they scorned us just for being what we are But they might as well go chasing after moonbeams Or light a penny candle from a star And if there's going to be a life hereafter and faith, I'm sure there's gone to be. I will ask my God to let me make my heaven in that dear land across the Irish Sea. And there we have the original crooner himself, Bing Crosby, and Galway Bay. And Bing, of course, is of Irish descent himself through his mother's side from Skull in County Cork. And we're halfway through now. Our anthems, our Irish anthems, we're going to feature today. And our next song is very, very truly defined as being an anthem. If you think about an anthem to be one of those songs that you find yourself, let's say, at a sporting match and beating out with 40,000 other people around you singing the same song, the same lyrics, and hopefully at the same time, uh, just as your team is doing their best and hopefully winning on the field. So this particular song has become an anthem, in fact, of more or less any one of uh, Irish sporting teams, be it the rugby, doing really, really well at the moment, uh, soccer, etc. You'll find the fields of Athenry being sung across the stadiums across the world, wherever the Irish team is featured. Now, Athenry is a town there in the east side of County Galway. Beautiful place if you ever get a chance to visit. It's actually a walled town with a host of heritage sites for you to visit. So it's well worth visiting for that reason alone. But around about 1979, it became, and shortly afterwards became, very, very famous indeed. Because a song was written by a man called, a Dubliner called Pete St. John. And the song was called The Fields of Athenry. And in 1982, it was released by a man called Paddy Riley. And I don't know about you, but I seem to remember it being in the charts for, oh, I'd say two or three years at a stretch at that point in time. And over the years since then, as I said, it's spilled out into the terraces. It's spilled out into the pubs around Ireland and indeed around the world as being 
you could argue, argue it is in fact the Irish anthem almost at this point where Irish people are gathered. Almost everybody thinks they know the lyrics of the Field of Athenroy. It's a song which uh, goes back to the times of the famine and tells a story of a family that is split up at that time through evictions, uh, through a loss of, um, I suppose, somebody stole something because they were so hungry and they got shipped away and their family had to remain behind. So I think it's a song that resonates with many, many Irish people around the world. So the version I've chosen today is a live version, very appropriately, of Paddy Riley and the Fields of Athenry. prison wall I heard a young girl calling Michael Let's hear it now. Oh, 
Paddy Riley there with lots of help and the fields of Athen Rye. Moving on to our next Irish anthem today, we come across our first anthem that was written by an American, in fact. I think it's uh, one that you'll actually all know. It's Mr. Johnny Cash himself. It's a song called 40 Shades of Green, and I think down to the years, it's become a bit like Galway Bay, one of those songs that's actually very famous outside Ireland to evoke that sense of memory of home, um, that nostalgic idea of what Ireland is like and what you're leaving behind. And I think it paints a picture really, really well. And Johnny Cash is one of those songwriters that he's clever, clever enough to understand that the way to write the lyrics of a song beside rhyming well and having a good tune is to name as many places as you can in that song. And so he did in this place. In fact, if you were to take all the places named in 40 Shades of Green and arrange a trip around Ireland, well, you might be here for more than 10 days. There's a lot covered. 40 Shades of Green apparently was written by Cash uh, after a trip to Ireland in 1959. It's believed he was staying down around Tipperary, around the V-gap between Tipperary and Watford, and was inspired by the area and the colours when he was high up in the mountain. And he wrote it in 1959, and he eventually finished and released it in 1961. I think it was as a B-side at the time, but it very, very quickly became one of his all-time favourite tunes. And of course, very much an anthem for us folk of Irish descent and Irishness all around the world. In this uh, example, we have his daughter, Roseanne Cash, uh, assisted by Paul Brady. And by the way, I was actually at a gig last night, a concert last night, by Paul. And Paul, at the fine age of 76, is still belting him out and really entertaining. He's a wonderful, wonderful musician with a really great voice and a fabulous songwriter and a fabulous guitarist. So here we have Roseanne Cash and Paul Brady and 40 Shades of Green. and picture the emerald of the sea from the fishing boats at Dingle to the shores of Dunedee I miss the river Shannon and the folks at Skibbereen the moorlands and the meadows with their Tipperary Town 
Again I want to see and do The things we've done and seen Where the breeze is sweet as Shalimar And there's forty shades of green that I could spend an hour at Dublin's churning surf and I love to watch the farmers drain the balls and spade the turf to see again the thatching of the straw the women gleam sure I'd walk from Cork to the forty shades of green Most of all I miss a girl In Tipperary town And most of all I miss her lips As soft as her down Again I want to see Well, that man certainly knew how to write a song there, Forty Shades of Green by Johnny Cash, sung by his daughter Roseanne Cash and Paul Brady. Wonderful stuff indeed. Well, today's episode is called Danny Boy and Five Other Irish Anthems, and so far we've had Danny Boy and four other Irish anthems, so hopefully you're enjoying yourself, but we are actually on to our last track of today. So I was wondering what might the last track be and what's a good one to finish up with, and it's actually an old, older song and an older tune and one which we in Ireland were brought up on very, very much. is one called The West's Asleep and sometimes is known as The West's Awake. And if you listen to the lyrics all the way through, you'll get an idea as to why that was the case. 
But again, um, based upon our criteria today, in other words, an anthem is one of those tunes that people hear, they they start, they sing together, they join in. This is certainly one of those songs here in Ireland. It's based on a poem from Thomas Davis. The lyrics are from Thomas Davis, who is from Mallow in County Cork. And um, I think he probably wrote it, if I'm right. Yeah, so he wrote it about the just on the eve of the Irish famine there, around about 1844, 1845. And it was then set to an old monster air by a man called Dermot McMurrah. And it was published in 1845. So it's been covered by a number of people since recording begun. And Davis, unfortunately, by the way, he was a man who was um, born into quite a wealthy family uh, with a mixed heritage, uh, different places along the line. And uh, he very much was of the, the idea that Catholic and Protestant could come together in Ireland to provide a united Ireland. So he was very much a Republican, a united Irishman of the time, and had very particular ideals and was prepared to actually talk about them at the time as well. So here we have The West's Awake, one of his great legacies. And in this case, it's an absolutely beautiful rendition. I must admit, you normally find this song belted out a lot more so, but I think it's beautifully done here by Lumiere and Damien Dempsey. The West's Asleep. And later time so 
lovely. There's the West Asleep there, gradually becoming the West's Awake, performed by Lumiere and Damien Dempsey. And that is, in fact, an anthem of County Galway and Connacht. And if you're ever to actually attend a Galway uh, football match or a hurling match, or indeed a Connacht rugby match, you will certainly hear that song along the way from the terraces. And that brings us to the end of our Danny Boy and five other Irish anthems. And they were Danny Boy, performed by Finbar Wright. We had a song for Ireland, performed by Mary Black and Day Donnan. Then we went on to Galway Bay, performed by Bing Crosby. The Fields of Athen Rye, Paddy Riley. Forty Shades of Green with Roseanne Cash and Paul Brady. And finally, The West's Asleep There with Damien Dempsey and Lumiere. So how about you? Do you have a favourite among those six Irish anthems as I chose them? Or maybe you're saying, why on earth didn't you choose that other one that I love to hear all the time whenever I gather with my Irish friends? Well, do let me know. I'd love to hear. And indeed, that brings us to the end of today's show. As always, thank you so much for your company. It makes such a difference to know that you're listening out there. But one way that I know that you definitely are listening if, is if you leave a, a review or a comment or two in whatever form you're listening to this podcast on. So it might be there in iTunes or it might be there in Spotify or it might be inside our forum or wherever it might be. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, so we'll have Karina back again next week with our next episode of the Letter for Marlin show. But for today, this is Mike Collins with Danny Boy and five other Irish anthems. So slán for now. If you've enjoyed today's Letter from Ireland show, we'd like to invite you to check out our special membership area, the Green Room. You hear us mention it a lot during the show and you can find full details of the Green Room at a letterfromireland.com forward slash green room. Our green room is the essential resource for anybody at any stage in researching their Irish heritage because it's where we delve into all the good stuff to help you break down those brick walls and really connect the pieces in your Irish ancestry puzzle. In the green room, you get access to online genealogists, extensive research tools, quick win training, as well as member-only access to johngrenham.com and a very supportive, active community to help you along the way with feedback and advice. The green room is the perfect place to be for anybody starting or continuing their Irish ancestry search. So why don't you come and join us there at a letterfromireland.com forward slash green room. That's it for me, but I'll be back next time with another installment of the Letter from Ireland show. And I really look forward to chatting to you then. Slán gafól, Karina. <laughs>